This is a Soulfire production. We are excited to connect because Kelly is has become one of my best friends here in Chicago. And I feel like once I met her, it was like meeting someone I've known for my whole life. I know everybody on the line has met somebody like that. And I walked into her store. Come on and tell them what you did. Yes, I walked into her store <laughs> in the South Loop, and it's a healing crystal store, okay? So I walk in, and I'm like, okay, this is a vibe. It's more than just a crystal store. It's a vibe. So there's this beautiful, vibrant, gorgeous woman <laughs> at the front behind this incredible mural thing that was handmade by her. And I'm just like, what is this? Who did this? So I asked her, I like kind of, I don't know how we got in the back. Please tell the people what you asked. <laughs> you tell me. She, you tell them. She walks up to me and goes, so why did you do this? I mean, why here? What, what was the reason behind this? And I was like, whoa, lady, most people don't come in here asking that. But okay. at this time in history, at this point in South Side of Chicago, you don't see healing centers. I'm so drawn to people that are moved to make a difference, to help people change, empower themselves, become better. And I want to know their story. I was like, what oh, made you do this? She At was this very time in direct. History, here, on these streets. <laughs> and what'd you say? I don't even remember what I said. <laughs> All I know is that I told her my story. And then after that day, we were inseparable. I saw the woman literally almost every other day. And I loved because it. Because I needed her and people. Yeah, need, I needed you too. We need, lights need lights. Yes. And people that are living a purpose-driven life need to meet other people that are living a purpose-driven life. And so that's why we- community. It takes community. We got to stick together. And um, we have been inseparable. And even mm -hmm. when we weren't together, it was like, I feel you. I see you. Kelly, how We you always sent each other just- Good energy. love, yeah. yeah, vibes, yeah. And she has um, just been a staple inside of the community. So many people come to her <laughs> store to connect with her, just to feel better, to be around positive energy. And I'm excited for you guys to meet her, hear her story, and hopefully she can give you a spark of in inspiration to follow your heart's call. Because we were just talking earlier at the pool and she's like, I want people to understand that I haven't always been like this. They look at me now and they're like, who is this person? And this yeah. is something that's evolved. It's come over time. And it's something that she's had the courage to step into. So where should we begin? Oh, born and raised South side of Chicago. We just did some footwork here at Seoul. So yeah, she you is guys, you missed the footwork. I'm sure I'm going to end up on TikTok. Yes, okay? she is. Yes, she is. Okay, <laughs> we got Mike here in the back. Okay. When I was 20, well, 21, I opened up a clothing boutique called Honeydew Women's Boutique on, in Lincoln Park. I actually opened my luck in life three days after September 11th, and that was my grand opening. So it was like, oh, shit. Please know people I do use uh, profanity. I'm sorry. Okay. So I kept my store for a good almost five years, and in 2004, my parents decided to move to Tampa. So I said, I was 24, I'm out of here. I'm going with you guys to the sun. I went to Tampa. In 2006, I moved to Miami because I was a city girl. So I needed more life. life. And I go there, my friends, uh, so before I go there, someone had me and my brother go to their house to watch The Secret in 2006. So I'm 26 years old. And I see this 
program, this documentary of The Secret, and I'm like, holy shit. That same night, my world changed. It was as if a portal opened for me. It was like, aha, we were waiting for you to get this. So I met this guy going to an all-star event in Vegas, and we fell in love, and I moved to Los Angeles um, at the end of 2006. And we were partiers because we were young. And uh, we went to the Standard Hotel, downtown LA. I'll never forget it as long as I live. It changed my life. We were there partying. It's five of us. And this Parisian woman walks up to me in this long white gown with this long, beautiful, luscious black hair with a young girl and walked up to me. I'm in a bathing suit. We're tipsy. We have been, we've been partying. And she goes... I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, I know this is going to seem weird, but I have to gift you this necklace. Now, she was wearing a clear quartz crystal about that long, and it was about that thick. And on the crystal, she had in the little cage was a Mary Magdalene, Buddha, an Eiffel Tower was by itself, and a pearl. And I look at the lady, and I look at my friends. I'm like, lady, <laughs> I don't know what's on that necklace besides the Eiffel Tower and a pearl. I can't take this. I don't even know what. And her daughter was like, mommy, mommy, what do you mean? You can't give this. You don't even know this woman. She was like, you've had this necklace my whole life. So she starts crying. And I'm like, yo, I said, how old are you? She says, I'm 10. I said, like, listen, I don't know who you are. I can't take this necklace you've had for 10 years. She said, I know you don't understand now. She explained to me and her daughter the power behind this necklace. And she says, this woman needs this necklace. So I'm like, whoa, this woman needs this necklace. Like, what's happening in my life that I need a woman to give me a necklace off her neck? Never heard of a crystal besides Superman. The very first Superman. I mean, we all know that, you know, his kryptonite and he was born of clear quartz crystals. He was born in that. I mean, that's the only thing I've ever heard of a crystal. So then she proceeds to tell me, this is the energy source. Don't let anyone touch it. And this is how you charge it. So she tells me this, and I'm like, oh, my God. Well, it has to be worth something. So I made my boyfriend give her $300. I'm like, you're, lady, you're taking this money from me. She gave me a card and told me she channeled angels. And then she really lost me there. Because I'm like, this lady's crazy. She talks to angels? Like, who talks to angels? Like, yeah, we hear about them in the Bible, but they're not for real, 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 are they? Okay, so that's 2006, and now I'm on my journey of going and researching crystal stores and figuring out where to go. I hop to Atlanta, live there for three years. I leave Atlanta, I go back to Miami. I wanted to go back to Comfort. My parents were in Tampa. So now I find a new crystal store, and it's called Five Sisters. It's in Miami. Well, it's like on the outskirts. I go there, I pick up more crystals, and boom, they're like, there's a reader. Have your reading done. I never had a reading done. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to schedule an appointment to have a reading. So I go, and this is where it gets even more freakier. So the day I was going into my uh, session with the lady, my right foot, big toe was aching, like a pulsating sense. And I have a high tolerance for pain. So I said, okay, it's nothing. I'll just ignore it. I go sit down with the woman. We exchange, we talk. She starts to pray over me first. And in her prayer, she says, I would like to ask for healing in her right foot, big toe. I fell out of my chair. Literally, I'm not lying. I was like, wait. I said, lady, can you see through me? Like, how do you know that my foot was just aching before I came in here? She said, I'm a light worker. I work with energy. You, they told me that you had that pain and they wanted me to let you know that it 
this was real. That was the only way you were going to know it existed. So we continue to talk. She's telling me uh, she's a future reader. So she goes, you're going to own a three-level crystal store one day. And I said, no, I'm not. I said, who's going to buy rocks for me? <laughs> no one I in my culture knows about crystals. Lady, I just found out about crystals. Like, no. She said, okay, yeah, don't believe me, but it's going to happen. So from there, I just continue my journey and, you know, I, I, I learned how to meditate and I'm just trying to hone in because I was all over the place in life, just trying to figure out what my path was, who was I to be. I, I uh, My journey is so interesting. All of my peers had went and finished school. I went to school, but it wasn't for me college wise. And, you know, I was still trying to find myself. So I got my nail license. I was throwing parties. I was an entrepreneur. I was doing investment real estate. I was having fun. And I didn't think that selling rocks was going to be a part of my journey. Um, my mother fell ill in 2016. I, I started now picking up more readers. I was like going to different readers because now I'm fascinated. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? How do you guys know this stuff? And I have someone and I'm going to her regularly. <clears throat> and when my mother passed in 2017, she said to me in a reading, she goes, Mama, it's like your guides are saying, you need to open up a crystal store. Have you ever thought about opening, doing anything with crystals? Again, I almost fell out of my chair because I'm like, holy shit. I had never told her about my first reader, Shar. I never told her about her. And I said, wow, Mercy, her name is Mercy. I go, man, in 2009, I had a reading, my very first one by a lady named Shar. And she told me I was going to own a three-level crystal store. She said, yes, Mama, because that's what she called me. Yes, mama, you are to open up a store. You have to. Wow. I was living in Houston. Is that my mother was in Houston? We were at MD Anderson uh, Hospital. And she said, You won't be staying in Houston. You're going back to Chicago. Out of all places, coming back home, I was like, It's cold. Really I'm used cold. to the heat. You know, I've lived in Florida, Atlanta, and LA. What? She said, You know, you're going back to Chicago. That's where your um, support is. You need to go there. I had no idea what I was doing. I mean, I knew a lot about crystals because this had become a passion for me now since 2007. I mean, I've been learning about crystals and playing with my favorites. But opening the store was like, wait, what? And the Lotus Den was birthed in 2018. I opened my doors in September, and uh, we have been moving ever since. So we'll be two years this September. Wow. I know. Every day I'm like, now I realize my path, mm. uh, especially when I first opened my doors and I created this space. I just put my little, what my home would look like. I, mm -hmm. I just made my space look like that and then just added crystals and I made sure to buy, I invested in larger stones because I knew the energy from earth. So I said, I need big, big stones in here to just resonate that energy. Um, people would come in my store and just start crying. Mm. And I was like, in my head, like, fuck, what's happening? What, how do I, what, what am I supposed to do? And then I, that's when I started realizing that this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to assist people in their healing and get them on their path to their next space on their journey. You know, uh, I had no idea because, again, I'm a, a young black girl from Chicago and I'm like selling, I like to say I'm slanging rocks. <laughs> Sorry, it's fun. But I am. I didn't think that this would be my path. No one, as a little girl, that wasn't my dream. 
I'm going to sell crystals. You don't even know that could be a <laughs> I want to be a singer like Whitney Houston. Right. Or I want to, you know, right. do movies. You want to do the the surface things because that's where we're used to seeing. And, and now here we are and I get to meet so many different light workers. And it's just like, who knew how vast this community was and how collective it's becoming, especially with the times we're in right now. It's right. like, whoa, you know? Once you make your move, it's it's every everyone you're supposed to meet can be opened up to you. Because yeah. I would never have met you if you didn't have that shop. So you're able to meet your people once yeah. you take that next step and do the thing that seemed out of the box, different, scary, out of the norm, a new world for you, a whole new world of friends, leaders, entrepreneurs, thought leaders came to be. Like we've posted, you know, sister circles in there, meditation circles. Like it's so cool what the Lotus Den has done beyond as you call flinging rocks. I think that's hilarious because the moment I walked in, I'm like, clearly this is not a crystal shop. Yes, I bought crystals from Kelly. Um, I'm someone who enjoys the presence of somebody that is connected. And mm. that's what I felt in, and I feel every time I'm in Kelly's presence and in her store. So um, we have so many entrepreneurs on the line and so many of them are on a healing path, a self-discovery path, a personal growth path. What would you say to someone who feels called in a direction of growth, of something new, of creating a new project, creating a new adventure? And might feel like it's so out of the box. It's so different. It's so bizarre. Like, how would you encourage them to move? Oh, yeah, that definitely can speak on that. Because again, I mean, I did, I literally still currently have a nail license. <laughs> I keep it active. You never know. Um, I need it. Yeah, I, wish I need it too. Um, I would say go for it. Just you will know your community. You will know the right people to share this with, this excitement with, or this growth with. You will know who to talk to that's supportive, that can help you on this journey. Um, just don't let go of the fear because what is wrong with just trying it out? If it doesn't work or is not in the, your success column, you can move on to something else. The beautiful thing is, is at least you tried it, at and least learned. you attempt and you learn something from it, whether it was successful or not. When I opened the Lotus Inn, I had no idea what I was doing. I'm an entrepreneur. I open up businesses. Yeah, I know how to get order clothes and sell them and do these things. But the metaphysical world, something that's been around for ancient, like as old as earth, it's like now you're you're jumping into this realm. Go for it. Be gentle with yourself. Just do the work. Do your research and just go for it. Like what what else can happen or not happen? Right. It's just that you went after it. And I had a lot of people, even where the, my location, I had people that are no longer my friends. They would say to me, I think this is a bad location. This is not a good location. And if I had listened to them. I would not be where I'm at right now. Thank goodness I never listened. Killing it in sales this month. We I'm so number, but grateful for my neighborhood. I love the South Loop. And even moving back to Chicago, I was like, I want to live in the South Loop. Like that was always a goal of mine as a young girl. Like being from Chicago is like, you made it. You go downtown and you're in the loop. And South Loop, because of the museum district and the lakefront and all of that is what that essence I wanted to be around. So had I listened to the naysayers, I wouldn't have anything. But you have to remember, this is why you need a collective community. Because yes. 
You need people that is going to pour into you and not just suck out of you, like plug in. You don't want the plugins. Now you got to help have them, but you unplug them and take the ones that are pouring in. Talk to them about your uh, achievements or your goals or the things that you're looking forward to do because they will uplift you. They will help you you because you're going to have naysayers. Here's the thing. People live in a fear-based movement. So they're going to always place their fears on you versus the go for it. See, I like to call myself a dream seller. No, straight up. I always thought one thing I definitely wanted to be as a kid was an angel investor. Mm, Me too. Maybe one day I'll still get there because I am not, I don't have enough money to angel invest in nobody, but soul interchanging is what I can invest in at the moment. But I've always wanted to do that because there are so many beautiful souls out here that have these fantastic ideas and may not have the right resources or guidance guidance or know where to go or how to start. Like I always wanted, so I used to call myself a dream seller because it was very easy for me to pump my friends up with their ideas. Totally. Like, oh my God, no, you can do this. Do it, do it, do it. And I pour into them and then next thing you know, they're flying off and they have accomplish these things that they once were so afraid of so to answer your question because that was long but go for it like just release the fear false evidence appearing real that's not real it's not and the only thing that you can really do is try what else is there to it okay if it doesn't work out at least you won't have a regret right you won't go through life and turn 55 and say damn i should have I should have done this when I was 35, when I had the thought. I should have just dived in. You don't want to have regrets, so just go for it. Don't be afraid. Find your community. The Lotus Den is your community. Yes, if you're local, you got to hit it up. If you're local. And Kelly will be online. So obviously it's been a turbulent 2020, and and it's, you know, we're approaching fall, and who knows what can happen, and she's going online. So, so many people on the line are on their healing personal growth journey. Is there a simple way? Because I'm not, people ask me, Laura, are you into, like, crystals and all this? I enjoy things that make me feel good, so Kelly teaches me about all this stuff. So I'm like, Kelly, what do I need for this? (laughs) Kelly, what do I need for that? I got something on my cash register right here, right? I got something above my menu. We're going to put some stuff in the, the shelves. So somebody on... Maybe they're they're an entrepreneur, they're on their self-love and healing journey. What are like some basic tools that you've learned through now being in this world that you can share? Um, basic tools. So besides having your metaphysical essence, that's like your sage to clear your space and your incense to get you like motivated or chilled out and certain crystals to uplift your energy or take things away. I have tons that I can tell you about, but the main thing I can say is Um, be gentle with Mm. yourself. This is a very trying time in the world, but it's a shift that we're going through. So just remember, what does gentleness look like to you? Find things, because they don't necessarily have to be metaphysical tools. These are essence and keyword tools. They are assistance for us on this journey, but it all starts here. This is our most powerful asset. Intention along with belief, magic happens. So if you just intend or intentionally say, I want or I need or I want to become X, Y, and Z, now believe that you deserve that. I am worthy. Believe that you deserve those things and that is what's going to catapult you or take you to the next level. 
Crystals are amazing. They're from earth. They are tools, sage, all of these things that we use in this metaphysical uh, space that we're in are tools. They are just here to assist us, but it starts within here. That's the most powerful tool you can have is your mind. Even if you were locked away in jail, one thing they can't take from you is your mind. You could be anywhere in the world mentally. You can. I know it sounds crazy, but it's specs. So just for me, going through what we're going through right now, take some time to sit. I know a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people are struggling with keeping their businesses going and keeping them afloat. Now, you now might have to switch up how you were normally doing things. And now is we have to think outside the box to generate more. Just take some time and be gentle. Just sit whatever time of day that works or resonates for you. Be gentle with yourself and just be silent and allow what pops up to flow with that. I think it starts there. What do you do for your daily practice? Is it a daily meditation practice? Is it different every morning? It's different. It's different every morning. Um, lately, I have to remember to shut off mainstream energy. I want to be in the know because even though it's fed to them, I need to, in my mind, be aware of what's next so that I can go and dissect it. So I make sure I journal. I make sure I write. I'm honest with myself. I reflect. I meditate. I talk to myself. My mother used to say, God bless herself. Are you talking to yourself? You know, that's crazy. I'm like, so, yeah, I need to do this, lady. Talk to yourself. Who I mean, who's there besides your guides? They're listening. But um, I, I reflect in those ways. I uh, sit back. I try not to. This is why my movement right now is gentleness. I love that word. It's we, such an important word for this year. We are not gentle. We don't walk in grace. We beat ourselves up. The one little mistake we make, we're like, oh, shit. That's it. You know, we just beat ourselves up and we are already being beat up by society. So don't add to it. Just sit and just reflect. What made me feel like this and why? You you know one thing I can say about you, Laura, that I love is that you ask challenging questions. You ask questions that most people want to hide from. Mm. She asked me some good questions today as we were laying out, and I wanted to literally run in. My, my rising is a cancer. So I'm a Libra sun, rising cancer, if you're into astrology, folks, and my moon is in Leo. And the cancer in me, when when I am challenged and I don't have, I don't want to be honest, but I'm always honest. I want to run and hide in my shell. But one thing about you that I admire is that you you know how to have a person really dig deep. That's a gift. Thanks. It is. It's a gift. Well, I I find the surface boring to be really honest with you is mm-hmm. then I can see through it. So I understand that it's important in certain situations and for, I can just see beyond and I, and I find it fascinating when I meet someone like yourself, that's so connected and powerful and on purpose and clearly here on a mission. Like I want to know why. And I want other people to have access to that same. Why? Why that yeah. same knowing. So, so, Thank you. I received that. What do you think two things um, over the past, let's just call it, let's say on your entrepreneurship journey, what are two things that you've learned that you feel like have served you the most in your growth? See, here she goes. <laughs> I want to go hide underneath this table. 
Okay, so especially with having this space, uh, being patient with myself is one. I wasn't patient. Being in a perfect, I, can I have more than two? <laughs> yes, you can. You could have as many as you want. Being patient with myself, you want, me personally, I always stem from the surface level of being a perfectionist. I wanted everything to be perfect and nothing in life is perfect. I don't care how snatched, stitched, whatever you can do to change or shift, it's never going to be perfect. What is perfect? Why do you even want to be perfect? That was one of my biggest lessons. Stop trying to be perfect. Just give right now. Give what's what's now. Mm -hmm. The now, the moment. This is so important. I can't worry about what just happened an hour ago because that's over. Yes, it and might affect me. you literally can't because you have so many people coming to you that need you there with them now. And yeah. If you're not in the now, you actually can't be present to hold space for them. No, you can't. And, and that's one thing I, I have been learning on this new journey because, you know, being an entrepreneur is one thing. You're going to maybe have different uh, entities of businesses that you own and they all need something different. Mm-hmm. You know, and so with this, with the Lotus Den, I am required to hold space for people. We are an informational store. This is what I try to tell all my employees. Anyone that comes work for me, even if they're not into crystals, I'm like, listen, you're going to talk. And I'm going to provide you with what you need, the tools you need, but you have to speak to people. This is a space where you have to hold space. Mm. You do. We have to hold space for people. And so... I can't get caught up in trying to be perfect. You have to have me raw. So I let go of that. That has helped me. So you are the embodiment of the word goddess and grace. I'll take it. You are. You are. <laughs> when you, hopefully you guys Thank get you. to meet Kelly in person, but always just this glowing, shining specimen. How mm-hmm. do you, because you have been such an incredible, like, hustler in a way like most of your life how do you do it from the feminine like with such grace like you you do it from such a space of love it never feels like a struggle when I'm around you I let go of my ego how do we do that oh you gotta face it so you have to do that first at home (laughs) in the mirror no I'm not kidding you you're whoever came up with the mirror God bless their souls the mirror or just the actual mirror yeah. that you put your makeup on, your brush, you, you do your hair or whatever, men, women. We look in that thing and we stare at ourselves. That's where I like to do my work. I talk to myself in that mirror and I, I challenge my ego. I let it go. Whenever I'm, I'm talking to people, I always ask for my ego to be put to the side because I want to be authentic and real. I don't want to... Um, tell you what to do based off of how you, I think it should be done. So I, I release it. So letting go of your ego is just stepping outside of that character that wants to tell people what they should do. You know, to me, the word should falls with ego. Um, you should do this. No, no you don't know better. I'm sorry. I I should not do that. (laughs) Actually, lady, if you knew what was going on over here, you wouldn't say I should do this. So it's about shifting your language and that ego is letting that ego go. So there are so many ways to let the ego go. You just have to, I think, to answer your question, I uh, I stopped with this perfectionist thing. I stopped trying to be surface perfect 
perfectionist to the world. Like, take me as I am. Either you're going to accept that this is who I am and vibe with that, or you will just talk about me later. Mm -hmm. I'll never know, so it's okay. So I let that go. That's letting your ego go, not caring what other people think. Ah, opinions. Releasing the thoughts and opinions of other people releases your ego. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is that a daily practice for you or is that something every that moment? You, okay. It's an every moment practice. That is not a daily thing. That uh, one thing I learned about being a human is, okay, they have created this time chart for us, right? We have 24 hours in their world. Out of that 24 hours, you get moments. One moment could maybe be a whole hour. It's what you decide that moment is. So I take account of my moments. I, I say, okay, this wasn't that big of a deal. Let it go. Because the more you harp on it, the more that energy expands. We don't realize how energy literally flows through every single thing. So I'm aware consciously of my moments. Mm. And, and I'm, again, not perfect. So I'm my sly a person in my language. And I won't know if I have offended or upset, it, upset them if they don't say anything. You know, I might just be moving and flowing in my word. And they're like, whoa, lady, that was offensive. And I'm like, ah. So I'm aware of that. Mm. Being aware of that, you don't have an ego because you need to now apologize. Yes. So that's when you release your ego, when you are able to hold accountability for what, even if you didn't mean, mm -hmm. you can't control how people perceive things, but you may hurt a person. So releasing your ego is taking accountability for saying, you know what, maybe I did say these and you took it this way. So I am sincerely sorry. Mm -hmm. That's moment by moment. So I, I move in that way moments. Beautiful. In what seems to be the most chaotic time in history, for our history at least, being wow. here, in a world that is trying to be divided in so many ways, how do you, what is your answer to create oneness and community? I don't have an answer. <laughs> um, honestly, you, because you want to be angry with everything that's taking place, all the things that are finally coming to fruition, coming out, like all the very truths that are coming out on every level. A lot of it, you want to be angry because you're like, man, I was bamboozled <laughs> for all these years. So instead of going that route, because again, that's ego, I now say, how can we collectively come together? One of my favorite things to take from the Bible is when two or more like minds come together, the power is magnificent. You cannot touch two people coming together collectively. So I think that if we stop nitpicking at each movement and come together collectively on a conscious awareness with all of us having the same thought, that's going to shift powerfully. You know, I told you today, I like to call what we're going through right now the great octopus. I'm not going to stop calling it that. And the reason why I break it down that way is that if you look at an octopus, okay, this interesting creature has this humongous head. I consider the head of the octopus Earth, Mother Earth. And she has her own movement. Okay, guys? <laughs> Mother Earth has her own movement. And then the tentacles or the arms of the octopus is each thing we're dealing with. Our government, our president, 
the racism, uh, economics, whatever it is, is how many legs does the octopus have? Eight. Okay, so it has eight legs. I think. Well, it has a lot of legs. We know it has more than eight, right? Octopus has more than eight. We are not. Uh, what do you call these people? Biologists? Mm -hmm. No, uh, something of that nature. Okay, we we in the other world. But the octopus also has these suction cups on uh, the tentacles or the legs, and that is all of our own mess. I think that as a community of light workers, whatever that looks like for people, whatever that means to you, if we can all just get on one page and have the same awareness, that is going to echo out. So if anybody has ever seen The Secret, they did that documentary so well because every time they talked about thoughts, um, brings things, it's always like this echoing out into the universe. That shit is real. If we are to come together like you and I think, when we do it, it makes us so much more yes. powerful. Our thoughts echo out. Absolutely. That, that radiates out into we the world. We affirm each other. We choose connection, we choose to give, we choose to love, we choose to unite. Yes. Doing that on a, a collective level, if everyone can do that. If we could just get four people to do that. Yes. The totally. shift would be so amazing. So I, I honestly do believe we are on that path. What is your vision for the future for all of us in the next 10 years? Where see? are we going? You see these questions? <laughs> you want to hide in your shell. I don't know. Uh, I would like to see humans interact with each other humanly, like brothers and sisters. Mm. I mean, it's okay not to like yep. a person because of their behavior, mm -hmm. okay? But not because of they look different. Right. So 10 years from now, I'm hoping, I'm praying. I mean, I, literally, guys, in my meditations, I, I, I try not to be selfish. And meditation should be for you. So I try not to be super selfish in all my meditations. I, I consider myself a master manifester. So I like to give out to the world. I would love to see us just unite with each other. Just be okay that I'm brown and you're lighter than me. It's okay. I, I just want that to end. I know it's going to be a challenge to get us on a, a system or a flow where money is not ruling us it's going to take a second for that you know but just the uniting of us as humans we you and i if somebody was to come and cut our palm we're going to have the same color blood mm -hmm. so i just want that to be reactive to say hey yeah you might be a different shade than i am but we're still the same you yes. might think different than me but you're a human i'm a human Simple. That's what I would like to see. I mean, there's much more. I can go down the list. I'll keep y'all on this podcast for hours <laughs> for what I would like to see in the next 10 years. But uh, that's the first. That's the first. If I had a wish from a genie, I would ask that we just could unite as a race, like as a human, human race. race. Beautiful. We've come a long way. We have. And, and it's still. We have a long, a long way, way to, go. to go. Yep, we do. Yeah. What's one question that you wish more people would ask you? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. You I, are I kind mind. of an open book. Yeah, I'm, I've always been. I tell everybody this. Some people used to say, you talk too much. <laughs> you tell too much of your business. I learned. I'm turning 40 in October. And so oh, it took 39 Looks years. a day older, over 30. <laughs> Look, she'll take a compliment, okay? She knows <laughs> how to receive that. 
I, I, it's hard for me to receive because I'm such a giver. So it's very challenging for me to receive, but I am working on that. Um, out of my 39 years and some change going into 40, um, I have always been transparent. I have been an announcer. Most people would say, if I get excited about something, I want to share it because I want people to realize that you can have this too. Mm -hmm. You can have the same sensation, the same feeling, the same wonder in life if you would just just do this, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I just uh, don't, I don't have a problem being open. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I now learned how and who to share with. I now know who is my community. I now know who will hold space for me and pour back into my cup versus taking their cup and just collecting from my cup. Because, mm -hmm. you know, my cup runneth over. This is how you should speak to yourself. Words are powerful. These are spells. Every time we speak, yes. you don't look at it as witchcraft because that's what they told you it was. No. As you speak, you create. So you need to choose wisely how you speak. So I'm grateful for my collective conscious community because I have someone to share with now. Yes. I'm not going to stop being an open book. I love that. Yeah. There's a lot of women on the line that are entrepreneurs that are extremely empathic, sensitive, intuitive. Yeah. How have you learned to embody and embrace your gifts? Now, it's been a challenge. <laughs> Scary, right? Very. Uh, because you're looked at as weird. <laughs> new but I just say continue to do what feels good here you're always going to have naysayers you're always going to have people who don't believe in what you're doing or they think you're crazy you know how many of my friends I'm so different from them but not we're the same but different and because I was always the one that was going down rabbit holes <laughs> And coming back and sharing all of this delightful information with people, I'm like, man, if I know this can resonate in my life and the changes it's giving me, it can do the same for you. So to these beautiful souls, just continue to be gentle with yourself. And it is okay to feel. I, I, I will say, though, learn how to cut cords. Mm. Cutting cords is not just something you do in a Reiki session or in a past life trauma session or breathing. What's the one breath thing? Work. Breath work. I love breath work. <laughs> I do. I need to talk to Burrell too. Um, but, but so those are avenues to learn how to cut cords, but every day you can cut a cord. So in my store, uh, I do whole space for so many people. And uh, at the end of the day, being an empath, I tend to collect <laughs> all of this energy and then I'm taking and sometimes I'll go home and I'm fussing at people from something I done heard today I'm like wait wait you it's gotta stop that's not mine so I've learned to when I leave my space I have a light invocation that I speak out but then I release I say I am cutting cords of any person's energy that I picked up today I have helped heal them I'm leaving this right here so we need to learn how to cut cords when we finish our sessions with people. So all the, the healers, the light workers out here, when you, especially if you're a newbie to the world, like you're just really jumping on your path and learning all of your tools and techniques, remember to release your clients. Remember to cut the cords of them. It's not a bad thing. It's not that you're like taking on bad, their bad energy, but no, you are picking up their energy and you need to release it. Just like when you come and buy a crystal. Because crystals hold so much energy, you have to cleanse them. 
I get them from a wholesaler who gets them from a miner and the miner is digging and who knows what his or her energy is. And now they're taking it and selling it to the wholesalers and then their energy. And now I'm coming and buying it. I place it in my store and then 20, 30 people have touched that one bowl of crystals. We now need to cleanse it. So when we go home and set our intentions for this song, because it's going to do what it's going to do anyway, but you set the intention for it. And that's, you know, you're clearing that energy. So cutting a cord is not bad. Remember to cut cords. I love that. What are three things that you would um, Look at share her. with your younger self? Ooh. Like three words of advice. Three words of advice. One, you are worthy. Mm. I, I I didn't know that as a young girl. I created these shirts. I had a session with an amazing reader, Melanie. <laughs> This makes me think of you and Rafaela. Um, I would tell my younger self, you are worthy. Uh, you are brilliant and you are brave. You are brave. You You're are brave. all of the things. You but are I, especially brave. I wasn't when that I was That girl younger. that went viral through this BLM movement of, of marching um, when she was saying um, no justice. No oh, that no little ju- girl. That's you. That was so me. That was you. I had to repost that. I that saw, was you. I saw that little girl so. I was literally like, that is Kelly. Oh my God. I've always been a fighter my whole but life. She is you. Like that's your level of bravery. Yes. And that that's, and, and I, because as a little girl, I was brave, but I wasn't as brave as her. Okay. I would tell my younger self, it's okay. It's okay to be brave. It is. Mm. I love that. Man, if I knew then what I know now. <laughs> Can we all say that? <laughs> I love, like, seriously. It just makes you, you know, you. that's when the gentleness comes in, mm-hmm. when you start reflecting on those things like, oh, I wish I shoulda, right, coulda, right, woulda. Right, right, right. I wish I wouldn't have dated that guy or I didn't listen to this person or I didn't go down that path. But you needed to take those routes to get where you are right now. So let those go. Cut those cords. Let those go. Don't beat yourself up and be gentle and say, where am I at now? Honor Mm. that. Oh, that's my new movement. Honor yourself. Gentleness and honoring and letting go of that ego is where I'm at right now. You can feel it in your presence because being around you makes me want to do those things. So you you embody that. Um, Is there anything else you want to share with us? Anything that you have going on? Any new... Uh, new stuff that you're launching. I know so many people on this line would love your actual tools that they can purchase. Well, um, I've been getting beat up in the world because I don't have an online store. <laughs> okay. If you are here in Chicago and you've been in my space, you will know why I don't have an online store yet. I have so much. It's just, but we Hand are selected. She goes, she so travels much. the world and collects. These I things. used so to Morocco, travel the world. Well, Everything in your store is handpicked. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah. From uh, shows that she goes to and then all over the world. Yeah, I, I like working with local artistries and things that won't make it to the mainstream. Like, mm-hmm. I want you. You you are here at this market in Israel. What's your stuff? I want it. Yes. Um, we will be online. We will have our doc. Our, it's already up. Our website is up. But now selling our merchandise online, we'll be able to do that. So that is one of the biggest things that are is coming out from the Lotus Den. And, and we're working on some healing centers. Um, so 
we, we do lives every full moon and every new moon. So you get those uh, every month. Every month we have a moon phase. We go through a moon phase, a moon cycle every single month, 30 or 31 days. So we go live. So, you know, tune in with us. I, I try to my best to keep it as real as possible. Is it the is that on the Lotus Den Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Lotus Den, uh, Lotus Den Chicago. Oh, Lotus yeah. Den Chicago. And then your personal Instagram is? Kelly Avery Woods. Kelly Avery Woods. And I'm, I'm sure she's going to put my name <laughs> up there. My parents wanted to be a little special. They didn't give me like some exotic name. They named me Kelly, but with an IE. <laughs> You're exotic enough. We don't need I, I've come exotic. up with a new name. I like to go by Luna Light. I could see you changing your name. Yeah, but I'm going to keep it Kelly. But uh, I am working on a, a YouTube channel and it's oh. called Luna Light. I love yeah, so that. we're working what does with that them. Mean? Uh, Luna is the moon and light. Okay, so moonlight, and mm. and it's the essence of the moon. The moon moves us. Our elements. We need to remember to tap into Earth. Earth is every tool we need. A lot of this stuff we really don't need. It's all within Earth. So I read very well about the moon. 2020. You and I were talking about this. Is we feel like we're coming back home to what matters. Yeah. What's important? Back home. Letting. Sweet Every home. all of the material stuff go. Yeah, that's all shifting. Yes, that is all shifting. I'm I'm in major gratitude for the shift. We need it. Mm-hmm. The surface is it, it disrupts the flow of humanity. It makes people feel less than because they didn't have that or they couldn't achieve to get a designer bag. Like those type of things make people feel less. We have to get rid of that. I'm sorry, we do. And guess what? I am uh, a fault for designer goods. I mean, I knew I didn't know better. I was taking all my little money and going to buy cute things and designer things and just giving these people all my money for no reason and not knowing that it was actually making people feel less than. And that's not the soul I am. I'm about uplifting people. I don't want to make you feel less than. Beautiful. Last question before we leave here. What? Uh No, what does it mean to you to activate? What does activate mean to you? Yo, I love this whole activate movement. She's she's still resonating with it, but I have resonated with it. <laughs> what does it well, mean? You live lit, so. But what does it mean for me to activate is to open my awareness. Mm. That's my activation. That I think that's everybody's activate. I mean, no, you you'll find your own light switch, what turns you on or turns you off. That's your activation. But for me, is my awareness opening that up is how I get activated. I love that. And is that through your daily practice? That's through my every moment practice. It's not about a day. It's moments. Kelly Avery Woods, everyone. (laughs) I love you all. You all are worthy. I love you guys. Thank you for letting me be here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share this episode and DM us. We'd love to interact with you about all you learn and create from this. If you love this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe to get real-time updates when all new episodes go live. And if you can, please leave us a review. It will help us grow our community and our message to support more leaders on their growth journey. If you want to continue to hang out with me, follow me on Instagram at Laura E. Holloway and subscribe to my weekly newsletter at lauraeholloway.com for weekly downloads, blogs, upcoming workshops, events, and more. Stay aligned and make your move. I'll see you next week.